0: Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season six, episode 11 called Appointment in Samara. We start outside a grocery store. Dean looks at an address on a piece of paper and says, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Inside the grocery store, Dean says, hi, I'm looking for, the employee says, follow all the way to the back, all the way back. And he pushes a little button on the side of the counter. Dean goes to the back of the store and up some stairs to an apartment. It's a very dirty stairwell. Dr. Robert says, Dean Winchester. And I just want to say, Dr. Robert is Freddy freaking (laughs) Krueger. I totally love this actor, Robert Englund. It's so fun to have him do a cameo here. Um, they did look
1: kind of familiar to me, but I didn't really know why.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally Freddy Krueger. I love it.
1: I've never seen that movie, though, so...
0: Oh, you got to see those. Johnny Depp is in the very first one and he's like this young teenager and he gets mm-hmm. eaten he gets eaten by a bed. Eaten by a bed? Yeah, a bloody bed. Ugh, it was gross and amazing and ama- yeah, iconic. Yeah. It's an iconic <laughs> scene. Yeah.
1: I mean, whatever, okay. I guess.
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool. Those are those are great movies because yeah. when you think about it, like Freddy gets you when you're sleeping, so you can't go to sleep. So the characters do everything they can to not go to sleep. Yeah. Which is just like horrifying all in itself, trying to stay awake. I feel you know? Like, did I?
1: I've heard, I've, I think that premise was very. Oh, no, I think I'm thinking of. There's a movie that came out a while ago that was like kind of along a similar line. I don't remember who was in it, but it was like you have to have your adrenaline pumping all the time or else you die.
0: Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible.
1: And it was like, you know, so people are like doing these crazy, you know, like jumping off of buildings and all that sort of stuff and constantly going from one thing to the next. So they don't die. But like, at some point you can't, that's not, sustainable you
0: yeah know? Not, like, exactly I don't remember
1: much I just remember seeing like a preview or something for it and it was like you know you gotta keep going keep going keep going and it was just like that just sounds anxiety inducing <laughs> uh,
0: yeah the adrenaline in your system feels like anxiety for sure I remember I got an, I got an adrenaline shot once I had, my throat was swelling up because I had an allergic reaction to something. So I went to the doctor Mm -hmm. and they gave me adrenaline and it was my doctor who knew I had panic attacks at the time was like, this is going to feel like you're having a panic attack, but you're not. And I was like, great. That's just great. And it totally did. I I know it totally did. I was laying there just like, (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, like yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that never happens again. Ugh. Doesn't
1: sound like fun to me.
0: Nope. Okay. So, Dr. Robert says, Dean Winchester? Dean says, you must be Dr. Robert. Dr. Robert puts his hand on Dean's shoulders and says, son, I stitched up your daddy more times than I can count. Let me tell you. Well, it's good to see you. <laughs> of course, that was ages ago, back when I still had my medical license. Right this way. <laughs>
1: Just inspires all sorts of confidence. I'm gonna do something to you. And you know what? Like we're just gonna see what happens, you know. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Dean says, Well, you know, I'm no germ freak, but Dr. Robert says rent's cheap. So they enter the office. Dr. Robert says, Eva, my assistant. Dean says, Hi. Dr. Robert says, hop right up. Dean gets on the table. Dean says, now you've done this a lot, right? Dr. (laughs) Robert says, Oh, many, many times. Dean says, and your success rate? Dr. Robert says, oh, excellent. Almost 75%.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) I
0: know, that's not enough for me. (laughs) Um, So should we get the preliminaries out of the way? Dean says, yeah, right. And he hands Dr. Robert an envelope of money. Dean says, oh, so listen, uh, if something Dr. Robert says goes wrong, Dean says, yeah, would you mail this for me, please? And Dean hands Dr. Robert a letter addressed to Ben Braden. Aww. which is, I know. Oh, I love that it's to Ben and not to Lisa. Not that I don't like Lisa. I love Lisa, but I just think that's really sweet.
1: Yeah. You kind of, well, and so like, this isn't a spoiler because we never figure out what was in that letter.
0: No, I don't think so. Like
1: it's never mentioned again, but I kind of wonder like if it was one of those like, you know, I'm sorry. Or, you know, like, Hey, I want you to have this or like, Hey, I, this. you know, like, I wonder what it was that was in that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Me too. We'll never know.
1: I'm super curious. And yeah, we won't ever know.
0: Yeah. Somebody Robert- should
1: ask that at a convention at some point point. be like, okay, what was in the letter?
0: <laughs> I know. Right. That's a good question. Dr. Robert says, sure. Would have thought you've had something for your brother, Sam. Dean says, if I don't make it back, nothing I say is going to mean a damn thing to him. So awesome. Eva, Yeah. So Eva inserts an IV needle into Dean's arm and Dean winces and says, ah, Eva says, don't be a baby. <laughs> Dean says, you know, a little bedside manner would be nice. Dr. Robert says, are we ready? You've got three minutes. And he injects some liquid into Dean's IV and Dean passes out. Eva says, no pulse, no sinus rhythm. Dr. Robert says, he's dead. Dean walks up and sees his dead body and says, good times. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out to the convenience store and says, um, and says, this better work. And he starts chanting Latin. Suddenly Tessa, the Reaper, is there. Tessa says, Dean, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, What do you know? It worked. Tessa says, I was in the Sudan. What's with yanking me over? Wait, why are you dead? <laughs> Dean says, Tessa, I need a favor. Tessa says, oh, you're kidding. You died to ask me. Dean says, tell your boss I need to talk to him. Tessa says, no. Dean says, please. Tessa says, where do you get the nerve? Dean says, desperate times. Tessa says, he calls us, we don't call him. Dean says, you make an exception. Tessa says, I can't. Dean says, can't or won't. Tessa says, both. Suddenly death is there. (laughs) Death says, all right, Tessa, thank you very much. Hello, Dean. And then we get our opening title sequence. Okay, so, like, I totally like Tessa, but she's kind of being a bitch in this episode.
1: Well, I mean, she's probably not. If you had to deal with Dean Winchester being Dean Winchester all the time, you'd probably be at your wits end, too, a little bit.
0: (laughs) How much money would I pay to be with Dean Winchester all the time?
1: (laughs) I mean, also, but... (laughs) (laughs) It was in his universe.
0: That's, yeah. you know, that's a different yeah. story. That's true. Okay. Death says, I'm busy, Dean. Talk fast. Dean says, I have something of yours. Death says, you mean my ring? I recall loaning you that temporarily. Dean says, well, if you want it back. Death says, I'm sorry. You assume that I don't know where you've hidden it. Now, now we've established you have hubris, but no leverage. What is it that you want? Dean says, Lucifer's cage. I figure you're one of the few people that can actually jailbreak it. Dess says, do you? Dean says, Sam's soul is stuck in that box. Dess says, I've heard. Dean says, and our other brother is trapped in there too. Michael Rodeman. him says, Dean, quit shuffling and deal. Dean says, I want you to get them both out. Death says, hmm, pick one. Dean says, what? Dess says, Sam soul or Adams. Um, I love that he's trying to get Adam out too. This is I think, true. He's like, I think, hey, people, you forgot about somebody. <laughs> I think people forget that all the time because, you know, as a spoiler, I guess Adam is in there for a while, but I think people forget that Dean did try.
1: It's not, I mean, it's not like it's not really a spoiler because it's one of those like we already know that he's in there,
0: yeah, he's no. in there, yeah, and he's... he
1: just is in there, <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. I think people forget that Dean did try, but when it comes down to Adam or Sam, of course, Dean's gonna pick Sam, right? Oh,
1: every time, yeah,
0: yeah. So, Death says, as a rule, I don't bring people back. I might make an exception once, not twice, so pick. Dean says, Sam, his soul has been in there for a year, and I understand that it's damaged. Death says, flayed to the raw nerve. Dean says, well, is there any way you could, uh, I don't know, hack the hell part off? <laughs> we cut to Dr. Robert and Eva trying to revive Dean. Eva says, four, three, two, one now and they use those paddles to try and bring them back i can't remember what those say oh is it a defibrillator is that what those that's called
1: um yes
0: okay well they use one of those Yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> thinking about <it>. uh, <laughs> yes yes I'm gonna okay. go with yes
0: <laughs> so we cut back to dean death says dean what do you think the soul is some pie you can slice the soul can be bludgeoned tortured but never broken not even by me Dean says, well, there's got to be something. Dess says, maybe. Can't erase Sam's hell, but I can put it behind a wall, if you will. Dean says, a wall. Dess says, in his mind, a dam to hold back the tide. Nasty, those memories. You don't want to know what they'll do to him, believe me. Dean says, okay, a wall. Sounds good. Tessa says, but it's not permanent. Dess says, she's right. Nothing lasts forever. Well, I do, but... Dean she says,
1: seems to be very into being the party pooper and it kind of irritates me.
0: Yeah, she's irritating in this like, episode. Just so you know. You know? It's like, yeah. like, Although to on. be
1: fair, it doesn't seem like death was going to tell him necessarily.
0: That's true. She was kind of like, hey, don't forget this part of it though. Yeah, Yeah. Dean says, okay, so that's the choice. Sam with no soul or Sam with some drywall that if or when it collapses, he's done. Death says yes. Dean says do it. Dust says, I never said I'd do it. Dean says, well, then what the hell have we been talking about? Dust says, you're if you win the wager. Dean says, great. What's the bet? Dust says, don't roll your eyes, Dean. It's impolite. Now, when you fetch my ring, put it on. Dean says, what? Dust says, I want you to be me for one day. Dean says, are you serious? Dust says, no, I'm being incredibly sarcastic. We cut back to Dr. Robert. He says, Eva, adrenaline, and he injects it into Dean's IV. We cut back to Dean. Death says, take the ring off before the 24 hours are up and you lose. No soul for Sam. Clear? Dean says, okay, yes, but why? Death says, simple, Dean, because... And then we cut back to Dr. Robert's office. Dean wakes up. Dr. Robert says, oh, thank Moses. Dean says, you couldn't have given me five more seconds? Dr. Robert says, son, you were gone for seven minutes. Dean says, I was. Dr. Robert says, "Mm mm-hmm. I thought for sure death had you by the twins. (laughs) <laughs> we cut to Bobby's house. Sam says, you what? Dean says, just hear me out. Sam says, I heard Cass and Crowley when they said it would either kill me or turn me into jello." Dean, I heard enough. Dean says, Dust said he can put up a wall. Sam says, a wall? Dean says, yes, a wall that basically you wouldn't remember hell. Sam says, really? Dean says, really? Sam says, for good, like a cure? Dean says, no, it's not a cure. He said it could last a lifetime. Sam says, great, so playing pretty fast and loose with my life here, don't you think, Dean? Dean says, I'm trying to save your life. Sam says, exactly, Dean, it's my life. It's my life, it's my soul, and it sure as hell ain't your head that's going to explode when this whole scheme of yours goes sideways. Bobby says, just curious. I presume death's not doing this out of the goodness of his heart. So what's your half of the deal? Dean looks uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby says, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Dean says, I have to wear the ring for a day. Bobby says, why the hell would he want you to do that? Dean says, get his rocks off. I don't know, but I'm doing it. Sam goes to leave. Dean says, where are you going? Sam says, look, I hear you, all right? I get it. I just need a minute to wrap my head around it, all right? Dean and Bobby follow Sam to Bobby's yard, where Sam goes to a hole in the ground. Dean holds up Des ring and says, looking for this? Sam says, just taking a walk. Dean says, Sam, I'm your brother. I'm not going to let you get hurt. I know what I'm doing here. Sam says, what if you're wrong? Dean says, I won't let it go wrong. Sam says, fine. Dean says, fine. So you're, Sam says, so I'm trusting you here. Barely. Dean says, you sure? Sam says, you're the one with the compass, right? Just don't mess it up. Dean says, I won't. To Bobby, he says, watch him. And Dean leaves. Sam and Bobby go inside Bobby's house. And Sam says, so is this the part where you pull a gun on me and lock me in the panic room? Bobby says, do I have to? Sam says, no. I guess Dean's got to do what he's got to do. Bobby I mean, says, that is a
1: fair question. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Do I need to lock you up? Or right. are you okay? <laughs>
0: yeah, can you just give me a heads up here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Dean and Bobby's junkyard. Dean says, well, here goes everything. And he puts on the ring. Suddenly, he's on a town sidewalk. Tessa is there. Tessa says, wow. They just let any slack-jawed haircut be death these days. <laughs> Dean says, well, you're all charmed today, aren't you?
1: She's so bitter. <laughs>
0: she is super pissy pants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My girlfriend, geez. Yep, yep. <laughs>
0: Tessa says, let's be clear so that we can get through this with minimum of screw up. I don't like this. And right now I'm not crazy about you either. Dean says, this is your boss's idea, not mine. Tessa says, true, but you have a long history of throwing a wrench and everything. So let's just stick to the rules, deal? Dean says, and the rules are? Tessa says, for the next 24 hours, you kill everyone whose number's up. Dean says, well, how am I supposed to know who to... Tessa says, kill? Dean says, yeah. Tessa says, I have a list. Dean says, let me see. Tessa says, no, you touch them, they die, I reap them. Are we clear? Dean says, yeah, I guess. Tessa says, remove the ring and you lose. Slack off, you lose. Got it? Dean says, yeah. Tessa says, don't mess this up. It's not my job to be your damn babysitter. (laughs) So we cut to Sam inside an abandoned warehouse doing a spell. Uh, Suddenly, Balthazar is there. He says, Sam Winchester, this had better be good. Uh, Balthazar says, uh, why, here's one for the, I don't know why I can't read this line. Sorry. (laughs) Balthazar says, why, here's one for the list of dumbest things ever. Summon the angel who wants to kill you. Sam says, desperate times. I need your help, Balthazar. Balthazar says, interesting. Since the last time we met, you wanted to, what was it? Oh, yes. Fry my wings extra crispy. (laughs) Sam says, well, that was a misunderstanding.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Balthazar says some misunderstanding. Sam says, I need some advice. Uh, angel advice. Balthazar says, well, then go ask your boyfriend. Sam says, (laughs) Cass, Cass can't help me. (laughs) I need to know if there's a spell or weapon, anything that can keep a soul out forever. Balthazar says, ooh, what's going on, Sam? Sam says, it's for me. Balthazar says, well, the plot thickens. Where's your soul, Sam? Good God, no, it's not still. It is. Sam says, my brother found a way to put it back in me, but I don't want it. Balthazar says, no, you don't, because Michael and Lucy are hate-banging it as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> things just got real serious. <laughs> I know.
0: S- things I want to say there, but it's just not appropriate. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, uh, can you help me? Balthazar says, oh, yes. The question is, will I? Sam says, set your terms. Balthazar says, I'll do it for free. Sam says, free? Why? Balthazar says, well, you seem like a capable young man. I'd love to have you in my debt. And I have to say, I'm not a fan of your brother. So screwing him would delight me. (laughs) Anyway, to business, the spell, yes. So finding the ingredients are easy enough, but there's one tricky part, however. Sam says, okay. Balthazar says, you need to scar your vessel. Sam says, meaning what? Balthazar says, meaning something that so pollutes it, it renders it uninhabitable. Calls for something very specific. Sam says, great, what? Balthazar says, patricide. Sam says, my dad's been dead for years. Walthazar says, to be clear, you need the blood of your father, but your father needn't be blood. Comprende? We cut back to Dean. Tessa says, just so you know, when people die, they might have questions for you. Well, you know, not you, but death. Dean says, you mean like how did Betty White outlast me? <laughs> Tess says, what does <laughs> Tess says, Tessa, and I keep calling her Tess. Tessa says, what does it all mean is popular? Dean says, and am I just going to magically know? Tessa says, no. Dean says, well, then what the hell am I supposed to say? Oh, come on. Give me something. Tessa says, suck it up. It comes with a gig. (laughs) They walk inside a convenience store where a robbery is happening. The robber points his gun at the cashier who is standing behind the register with his son. The robber says, come on, let's go. Tessa says, they can't hear you. They can't see you. Let's just play this out. Dean says, well, who am I taking? Tessa says, wait and see. Dean says, which one? The robber says, you want me to shoot the kid? Hurry up. Oh, you think I'm kidding? And don't forget the drawer under the register. Come on, let's go. The cashier pushes the bag off the counter onto the floor. And while the robber, and while the robber bends to pick it up, he pulls a gun out of the drawer under the register. The robber, uh, the robber says, you idiot. The cashier shoots the robber who falls down, not yet dead. Tessa says, hello, TikTok." Dean says he's in agonizing pain, right? Tessa says, yeah,
1: Is this torture. Great. This is, this is
0: hurting him, right? (laughs) Tessa says, yes. Dean says, give me a minute. Dean Dean finally touches the robber whose soul appears behind him. The robber's soul says, why? Dean says, mostly because you're a dick. Enjoyed the ride down, pal. Trust me. Sauna gets hot. (laughs) Tessa walks the robber's soul out of the convenience store. Dean says that wasn't so hard. So we cut to outside a cafe. Dean and Tessa come up to a man eating pizza. Dean says, call me crazy, but this smells like a heart attack. The man clutches his chest and falls forward. Dean says, lucky guess. Dean touches the man's hand and he dies. The man's soul says, why? Dean says, do you think maybe it was the extra cheese? The man's soul says, yes, it was good though. (laughs) Dean says, is that a local place? Tessa says, Dean. (laughs) Dean says, right, time to go, man, sorry. The man's soul says, wait, will you tell me what it all means? Dean says, everything is dust in the wind. The man's soul says, that's it? A Kansas song? I mean,
1: all a Kansas song. Let's be real. This I is know. super
0: central. This whole show is a Kansas song. All of life <laughs> is a Kansas song.
1: <laughs> I mean, just saying. <laughs> yep.
0: Tessa says, sorry. He's new. So we cut to Sam entering Bobby's house. Bobby says, woke up and you were gone. Where have you been? Sam says, just driving around, no biggie. They sit down to drink and play poker. We cut to a hospital hallway. Tessa stops outside a room and says, after you, boss. Inside the room, there's a dad reading to his sick daughter. The dad says, "Um, that's when you went to California. You were six then. God, we should burn that. You were adorable. Dean says, the dad or the kid? Tessa says, the kid. Dean says, come on, what is she, 13? Tessa says, she's 12. Hillary, who was the girl's name, says, and that's, the father says, that's your mom when she was your age. Dean says, does this, is, this is... that's not what Dean says.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dean says, does this guy have any other family? Tessa says, no, not really. They walk out of the room. Dean says, well, this is awesome. Tessa says, what? You thought it was all going to be armed robbers and heart attacks waiting to happen? Dean says, she's 12. Tessa says, with a serious heart condition. Dean says, who's next on the list? Tessa says, Dean, you have to take her. Dean says, says who? Tessa says, death. Dean says, I'm death. Tessa says, you know what I mean. Dean says, well, who tells him? Tessa says, I don't know. It just is. It's destiny. Dean says, give me a break. I spend my whole life fighting that crap. There's no such thing as destiny. Just like there was no apocalypse, just a bunch of stuck-up mooks who don't want us human slaves asking questions. Well, I say the little girl lives. Tessa says, do you know what's amazing? You don't actually buy a word you're saying. Dean says, yes, I do. Tessa says, oh, really? So all the times that you messed with life and death, they just worked out for you? It was just a beach party every time, huh? Dean says, well, I know this much. I'm death. She's 12 and she's not dying today. So we cut to Sam and Bobby tensely playing poker. <laughs>
1: like, they both look a little constipated.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're both like, like suspiciously eyeing each other. Sam is like eyeing weapons around the room.
1: <laughs> He's a little shifty. <laughs>
0: yeah, he is. So we cut back to Dean. A doctor says to Hillary's dad, medically, I can't explain it. The father says, so her heart just healed. Dr. Owens says a couple of times in your career, you see something, you just got to call a miracle. All I know is I won't have to operate. The father says, thank you. Thank you, doctor. To Hillary, he says, you did it. You're going to be okay." A nurse says, hey, hon, guess what? A nurse says, uh, what did I miss? I missed a note here. A nurse (laughs) passing by, Dean, says into her phone, hey, hon, guess what? I'm leaving. No surgery was canceled. Tessa says, come on. We have more work here. The nurse says into her phone, "Okay, see you soon. So we cut back to Sam and Bobby. Sam says, pair of aces. Bobby holds out his empty beer bottle and asks, Want another one? Sam says, Yeah, sure. Well, Bobby looks in the refrigerator, Sam grabs a wrench and tries to knock out Bobby, but Bobby grabs a bat from inside the fridge and knocks Sam out first.
1: I love that Bobby has a baseball bat in his refrigerator.
0: I know. That was, like, the best thing ever. Like, of all the places, just think about how many places he's got weapons in his house.
1: Oh, Everywhere everywhere like all over the place <laughs> inside a
0: freaking fridge that was amazing bobby says may have been born at night boy but it wasn't last night bobby grabs some bobby tries to grab some rope but when he turns around to sam sam has disappeared bobby says not good let's not do anything hasty here sam bobby creeps around and then hides inside a closet sam chops through the door with an axe bobby says don't say here's johnny <laughs> i love that part <laughs> Sam says, I got to do this, Bobby. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have cornered yourself. Bobby says, I didn't. Bobby pushes a button and a trap door opens right under Sam.
1: Like his whole entire house is booby trapped. I love it. <laughs> I love it too.
0: I love it. It's perfect.
1: Who <laughs> even has the time?
0: Sam says, uh, Sam, who's in the basement, tries to open the door with a crowbar. Bobby says, "Reinforced steel core, titanium kick plates. Get comfy. You want to explain what this is all about? Sam says, I just have to do this, Bobby. Bobby says, says who? Sam says, if Dean shoves that soul back in me, think how bad that could really be. I can't let it happen, Bobby. I mean, it's not like I want to kill you. You've been nothing but good to me. Bobby says, so what, demon deal or something? Sam says, spell. Bobby says, you're making a mistake, Sam. Sam says, I'm trying to survive. Bobby says, Dean's got a way to make it safe. Sam says, oh yeah, what, some wall inside my head that maybe stays up? Come on. (laughs) Bobby says, if it works, Sam says, yeah, what if it doesn't? Dean doesn't care about me. He just cares about his little brother, Sammy, burning in hell. He'll kill me to get that other guy back. Bobby says, look, I know how scary it is, but you know what's scarier? You, right now. You're not in your right head, Sam. You're not giving us much choice here. Sam? But there's no response. Bobby says, balls. (laughs) I love Bobby. (laughs) I do too. Bobby opens the basement door and heads down. Bobby says, ain't nobody killing me in my house but me. I don't want to blow your legs out, boy, but I will. Then Bobby finds that Sam has escaped through the vent in the panic room ceiling. Uh, Sam had injured his leg in the fall to the basement, and now Bobby finds blood on the door handle. We cut back to Dean. Tessa is walking in front of him. Dean says, oh, what, you're going to give me the silent treatment now? Really? Then they hear some sirens. Tessa says, damn it, I knew it. Dean says, what? An EMT wheels in a gurney and says, code 500, ER, code 500. An orderly says, what's going on? An EMT says, fractured spine, internal bleeding, had a heart attack in the the ambulance. The orderly says, we need Dr. Owens. Another orderly says, he just left. Another orderly says, call Owens, tell him to turn around. Dean says, wait, that's... Tessa says, you let the little girl live. The nurse goes home early, gets in a car crash she wouldn't have, and she needs the heart surgeon, and where is he? Dean says, you knew this would happen. Tessa says, no, just knew you knocked over a domino. A doctor says, she's in cardiac arrest. Tessa says, take her. Dean says, what? Dean says, she's not on the list. Tessa says, everything you do has consequences. Do you want to set off another chain reaction? Dean says, she's got nothing to do with this. Tessa says, well, too bad, Dean. You put on the ring. Now do your damn job. Dean says, fine. And he touches Jolene, the nurse. Jolene's spirit says, is that am I Tessa says yes I'm sorry Jolene Spirit says but I'm Tessa says so young Jolene Spirit says yeah Tessa says actually you were supposed to live for many decades have kids grandkids okay Tessa didn't need to fucking tell her that
1: I know right and not only for her sake but like she's just trying to be pissy to Dean which is making it worse for the girl you know like
0: I know that's so fucking cruel Do not like Tessa in this episode.
1: No, and it's kind of like, okay, like I get it if like she was saying that to Dean, but Right, but she's saying it to Jolene, you know, like she's just being super passive aggressive and catty and I don't like it.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, Jolene's spirit says, then why? Tessa says, because he screwed up. Jolene's spirit says to Dean, you did this to me? Tessa says, come on, Jolene, it's time. Dean says, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Then Jolene's husband runs in and says, where is she? Where's my wife? Where is she? He finds her dead body on the bed and says, no, no. And he cries. We cut to inside Hillary's hospital room. Hillary says, a real vacation? Her father says, yeah, I can take you to this one cafe, show you where I met your mom. Tessa says, you saw what happened to the nurse. Go and kill that girl, Dean. I tried to tell you, what you already know. She's disrupting the the natural or... (laughs) She's disrupting the natural order by being alive. You of all people know what that means. Chaos and sadness will follow her for the rest of her life. We tried it your way. Hillary goes to sleep. Dean watches Jolene's husband get into his car through a window. Dean says, give me a minute. Tessa says, what? So we cut back to Bobby. He follows Sam's blood trail to his shed where Sam knocks him out and drags him inside. We cut to inside Jolene's husband's car. He's drinking and driving recklessly. Dean says, uh, Dean is in the car with him. He says, come on, man, pull the car over. You're going to get yourself killed. What are you doing? Pull the damn car over. Stop the car. What are you doing? Stop the car. Uh, son of a bitch. Dean pulls off death's ring and yanks the steering wheel. Yanks the steering wheel. I think I said yanks.
1: I couldn't honestly tell.
0: (laughs) Okay. He yanks on something. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Jolene's husband sees (laughs) Dean appear (laughs) and screams. Dean says, hit the brakes, but the husband screams again and crashes the car. He's unconscious. Dean gets out of the car and says, damn it, Tessa. You there, Tessa? I lost. Sam screwed. Are you happy? The least you can do is zap my ass back home. Hello? I lost the bet. Dean puts the ring back on. Tessa says, sorry about your brother. Dean says, let's just go. Tessa says, go where, Dean? We're done. Suddenly, they're inside Hillary's room. Hillary and her dad are both asleep. Tessa says, what are we... Dean says, unfinished business. Tessa says, it's over. You took the ring off. Anyway, thought you wanted the girl to skate by. Dean says, no one really skates by, do they? To Hillary's father, he says, you should say your goodbyes, man. Uh, the father says, hey, honey, I must have dozed off. Uh, he sees on the machine that she's flatlined. He says, Hillary, somebody. Hillary's spirit says, I'm dead. Dean says, I'm sorry. Hillary's spirit says, but what about my dad? Dean says, he'll be fine. Hillary's spirit says, really? Dean says, I have no idea. Hillary's spirit says, I can't just leave him. It's not fair. Dean says, I know. Hillary's spirit says, well, then why? Dean says, because there's sort of a natural order to things. Hillary's spirit says, natural order is stupid. <laughs> Dean says, well, I agree with you there. Tessa escorts Hillary out of the room. Cut to Bobby's shed. Bobby says, listen to me. You don't want to do this, Sam. I've been like a father to you, boy. Somewhere inside, you've got to know that. Sam walks over to Bobby with a knife. Sam says, well, that's just it. Sorry. Sam goes to stab Bobby, but Dean stops him. Dean says, hi, Sam. I'm back. And then he knocks Sam out. Cut to Bobby's panic room. Sam is cuffed to the cot. Dean is watching through the window. Uh, dude, dude. Dean says, I can't keep doing this, Bobby. I mean, what am I going to tie him up every time he tries to kill someone? And that's not going to hold him. I mean, he's, Bobby says, capable of anything. Dean says, what am I supposed to do here? Bobby says, I don't know. Dean goes into Bobby's kitchen. Suddenly death is there. Death hands Dean a hot dog and says, Dean, join me. Brought you one from a little stand in Los Angeles known for their bacon dogs. Sit. So Dean sits. Ooh, that
1: sounds good. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I've never I've never had one of those, actually. It does sound good.
1: I wonder if it's like a hot dog with bacon on it or if it's like it looks bacon like it was wrapped around a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, it
0: looked like it was wrapped around it.
1: That sounds really good.
0: Yeah, I bet it is really good.
1: Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now I'm hungry. Yep. <laughs> Dean says, boy, what's with you and cheap food? Dus says, I could ask you the same thing. Thought I'd have a treat before I put the ring back on. Heavier than it looks, isn't it? Sometimes you just want the thing off, but you know that. Not hungry? Dean says, look, I think you know that I flunked. He puts the ring on the table and says, so there. Oh, and by the way, I sucked at being you. Really screwed up the whole natural order thing, but I'm sure you knew that too. Des says, so if you could go back, would you simply kill the little girl? No fuss, no stomping your feet? Dean says, knowing what I know now, yeah. Thess says, I'm surprised to hear that. Surprised and glad. Dean says, yeah, well, don't get excited. I would have saved the nurse, okay? That's it. Des says, I think it's a little more than that. Today, you got a hard look behind the curtain. curtain. Mm -hmm. Wrecking the natural order is not quite such fun when you have to mop up the mess, is it? This is hard for you, Dean. You throw away your life because you've come to assume that it'll bounce right back into your lap. But the human soul is not a rubber ball. It's vulnerable, impermanent, but stronger than you know, and more valuable than you can imagine. So I think you've learned something today. Dean says, want to know what I think? I think you knew that I wouldn't last a day. Dess says, I have no idea what you're talking about. Dean says, I lost. (laughs) I know. Dean says, I lost. Fine. But at least I have, but at least have the balls to admit that it was rigged from the jump. Dess says, most people speak to me with more respect. Dean says, I didn't mean. Dess says, we're done here. It's been lovely, but now I'm going to hell to get your brother's soul. Dean says, why would you do that for me? Dean says, I wouldn't do it for you. You and your brother keep coming back. You're an affront to the balance of the universe and you cause disruption on a global scale. (laughs) Dean says, I apologize for that.
1: You abomination, you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Dess says, but you have use. Right now you're digging at something. The Intrepid Detective. I want you to keep digging, Dean. Dean says, so you're just going to be cryptic or? Dess says, it's about the souls. You'll understand when you need to. Dean says, wait, with Sam, is this wall thing really going to work? Death says, call it 75%. (laughs) Death puts his ring on and disappears. Dean goes running down the stairs and says, Bobby, Dean, uh, Bobby, open the door. Bobby says, what happened? Dean says, now. They go into the panic room and we see death with a medicine bag. He opens the bag and we see a bright light, which is Sam's soul. Sam says, get away from me. Don't. Death says, now, Sam, I'm going to put a barrier inside your mind. Sam says, no, don't touch me. Death says, it might feel a little itchy. Do me a favor. Don't scratch the wall because trust me, you're not going to like what happens. Sam says, please don't do this. Death takes Sam's soul out of the bag. Sam says, no, you don't know. You don't know what will happen to me. Dean, please. But Death puts Sam's soul back inside him. And Sammy screams. And credits.
1: Okay, so I don't really have very many thoughts for this episode. Pretty much just two. So my first one is, I don't really remember a lot of this episode. And like, the part where like, Sam's trying to kill Bobby and all that sort of stuff. Like,
0: I, I didn't remember that at all.
1: Yeah, it was not familiar. And I was kind of like, okay, you know, and to be fair, I didn't totally remember how I honestly, like, if you would have asked me before this episode, or like, well, yeah, I guess before this episode, like, how Sam got his soul back. I wouldn't have been able to tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I wonder if I've even seen this episode before, like parts of it seemed familiar, but not in the way that like, oh, I've seen this more yeah. than like, maybe I didn't watch it. And my cousin told me about it. Yeah. You know, cause, I, cause, um, because I remember saying that I didn't watch all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. You know, and I wonder, there was, this is the kind of time in my life when these episodes were airing that I wasn't caught up on it. Yeah. You know, they were, like, airing on TV, and I wasn't watching them right away, so I wonder if I skipped this episode, too.
1: Possible.
0: Yeah, it's totally weird.
1: Like, I definitely... trying to think, like, do I even remember... Yeah, I don't, like, that was kind of for me, like, I don't remember really, like, halfway through my notes, I was just like, I don't remember this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's very possible, so, like, when you were giving me the DVD seasons to watch when I was, you know, starting the whole thing, like, it's very possible that maybe, like, I was, you know, making dinner or whatever and, like, listening to it in the background, so, like, I don't remember seeing really any of it, like, yeah. It was kind of like it kind of itched my brain a little, but like none of it looked familiar through like the whole thing. So I'm kind of wondering if I didn't accidentally miss this one too.
0: Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) I think, I feel like I would remember Freddy Krueger being in Supernatural too, but I don't, I didn't, I was surprised when I saw him and not in like a, oh, this is where he shows up kind of way, but in like a- Oh, I didn't know he was here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was just the whole thing was just- seemed fairly new to me which was mm-hmm. I kind of like it when that happens though because then it's like oh I'm getting more stuff that I didn't see even though I exactly saw it. yeah I just forgot oh it. and
0: and like and then Dean giving um Freddy Krueger a envelope for Ben like that was like completely new information for me yeah you know yeah like I didn't remember that, that at all either yeah so I that's vaguely surprising.
1: like the only scene that I remember watching when I was watching this episode to do my notes, the only scene that seemed kind of familiar was at the very beginning when he's walking into the store. Um, and the guy's like, Oh, go down here or whatever, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. the only thing that, was kind of familiar, and the rest of it was nothing like nothing to me, yeah like, it meant nothing I was like, what is this? what was
0: familiar to me was the nurse dying and her husband getting in a car accident. That part seemed a little familiar to me, huh, but that's it, yeah. yeah
1: i don't I don't know. I'm gonna go with maybe if I've even seen this episode, I was not paying attention to it, yeah, that's
0: probably what happened with me too,
1: so anyway, um the only other thought that I have is that okay, so like even if Sam didn't have a soul, he should still know that killing Bobby was wrong, even if he didn't care that it was wrong.
0: I'm sure he knew it was wrong, but just didn't care. Just didn't, yeah, but, was doing, because uh, he just was, you know, looking out for number one.
1: But, I mean, up until that point, even if somebody were like, hey, that's wrong, he's like, oh, okay, I won't do the thing. You yeah. Know? were like this, he was like, I know it's wrong, and I'm going to do the thing, you know? And it was yeah, kind of like, I mean, desperate. I guess self-preservation, but exactly. still, it was a little strange to me how that whole yeah. thing played out.
0: Oh, something we should totally mention is today is November 19th, which mm-hmm. is the day that Supernatural airs its last episode. I know this isn't going to get uh, published for a couple more weeks, so it'll be long over, and everyone will know what happens in the end of Supernatural, but um, I am freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I am like so excited and have been for the last couple weeks for reasons that we will talk about later on.
1: Way later on. (laughs) Way
0: later on. But just know that I have like lost sleep. I have lost weight. (laughs) I am not hungry. I am, in fact, total trash. So
1: (laughs) I'm kind of. It's
0: been rough for me.
1: Well, and it's interesting too. We were talking about this earlier before we started podcasting. Like, I'm not, I think it's because we're doing this podcast that I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, technically the last episode is airing, but it's not over. Cause we're still in the thick of it. Like we're in the middle.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Of, I mean, not even quite. So how many episodes? 327, right. Is going to be That's the right. end number. Yeah. Let me, what's half of that? I'm going to pull out my handy dandy little calculator here because I can't do math in my head. 327 (laughs) divided by 2 is 163. So, yeah, no, we're only, this is 115. So, we've got a ways to go before we're halfway. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm sad that it's ending, but it doesn't feel as dramatic as it would if we weren't podcasting, I think. So, oh, yeah. Like,
1: I feel like if we weren't podcasting, it would be like, that's the ending. We're not getting anything else. But I think once we're, Done with this podcast is when it's going to like hit.
0: I know. That's probably not for. There's probably not for a couple years. (laughs) Oh, at
1: least. Yeah. (laughs) It's taken us a couple of years to get to this point, and we're not even halfway done. So I'm going to guess it's going to take us three, four more years.
0: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think so.
1: Where are we going to be in three or four more years? How old is Killian going to be at that point? Nine. I know. Right good grief. Like, (laughs) what?
0: (laughs) Sorry, Killian at that moment just came in the room and gave me my old teddy bear from when I was a kid named Bunky. (laughs) So I'm not sure why that happened, but. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Sorry, I was distracted there. Thanks, thanks, dude.
1: But yeah, that's gonna be like, I can't even, like, my brain can't wrap its head around, like, four years from now. Like, oh my God. where am I going to be in four years?
0: Yeah. In four years, Killian will be nine, almost 10. And I will be, hopefully I'll be employed. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the coronavirus is not a thing.
1: Oh my gosh. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm so over this whole coronavirus thing. Like, it's really, like, I get it. It's a problem, but I'm just sick of dealing with it, you know? Oh Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody is as I'm coughing. I swear I don't have the plague. I just, I know you don't a cat here.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> yep. I don't want it around anymore. I don't want to have to deal with it anymore. Like just, ugh. yeah, but anyways, yeah, that's, that's kind of my story. Anyway,
0: <laughs> so, did you have any more thoughts or was that it?
1: no, nope, that was it. it oh, was okay. Just kind of weird to me that like it kind of seemed, even though, like, Sam didn't have a soul, like, it kind of seemed out of character even for that, for him to just be like, whatever, you know, throw a crash into the wind, you know?
0: Yeah, I think he was just so desperate to, like, pr- you know, self-preservation. Yeah. You know?
1: It just made it an easier decision for him because he didn't have to have any feelings about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, he told Dean before that he didn't even care about Dean. He just needed him. So if he was going to care about anybody, it would probably be Dean. So Bobby's not even as important to him as Dean is, you know?
1: Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So. So. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: (laughs) Gotta have that soul, man.
1: I know, right? Good (laughs) girl. So what was your favorite moment from this
0: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, probably at the end when Dean is talking to Death in Bobby's kitchen, mm-hmm. and Dean is like, "Is this even going to work?" About putting a wall up in Sam's head, you know, so that he doesn't get all like hell soul. <laughs> and and hell Death soul. is yeah, and Death is like, eh, "Call it seventy-five percent." Yeah, <laughs> I liked that.
1: Like, well, and it was kind of funny because that's what the doctor at the beginning said
0: exactly yeah
1: like, mm, and, and, and I wonder it's like did he know that
0: he had to have known that otherwise he wouldn't have said it so
1: well I mean unless they both were just like yeah about this you know
0: yeah I I but took it as he knew that yeah I was just I kinda, trying to fuck with it Dean too yeah but, what was your favorite moment
1: so I kind of liked the whole I mean I didn't like when Sam was going after Bobby like I didn't none of that was great for me but I liked when you know Bobby's like pulling baseball bats out of his refrigerator and like dropping yeah. the door or dropping the floor out in his, you know, like hallway or whatever. And he's yeah. just like his whole house is booby trapped and I think it's hilarious.
0: I love like, it. Yeah, I want to see more of it. I don't think we do see more of that sort of thing. Um really? and I just I don't think so. I, I can't remember anything else like that. I was surprised never. to even see this again. Like I mean, I'd never I didn't seen remember even this
1: happening, so it's yeah. possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, yeah. I think um yeah, and then when, mm-hmm. you know, Bobby's like, I may have been born at night, but it wasn't last night, you know, like just the whole situation where he's like kind of worried, but also like, I got this, everything's booby-truck. Oh, and
0: I loved when he was like, when Sam was hacking through the closet door and he was like, don't say here's Johnny.
1: He's <laughs> like, really? <You> know,
0: like. <laughs> he's like, you better not fucking do it. I can't. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. Like, a bunch of baloney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think that was my favorite. It wasn't I don't know, this episode to me is kind of like a filler episode almost. Like, not yeah. really, like, there's important stuff that happens in it, and, like, the things that happen have to happen to get to where they're at at the end of the episode, but it just doesn't seem super exciting.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Know? you.
1: Like, it's a good episode, but it's not, it's one of those that, like, it would be easy to forget about, <laughs> which, I mean, clearly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yep. yeah, I don't know, like, overall, it was, it was good, but it wasn't, like, one of my favorites. Yeah, same here. I probably, honestly, if I were to watch it again in another couple of years, I probably wouldn't remember anything about it again, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways. Um, so, our interesting facts in this episode, it says, uh, the title is a reference to an old Middle Eastern story. Um, a Baghdad merchant sends his servant to the marketplace, uh, the servant runs back home and explains that he was threatened by death while at the market. As I choke on my spit. Um, the merchant sends a servant off to hide in Samara, then goes to the market to talk to death. Uh, death explains that he had not threatened the servant, merely that death was surprised to see the servant in Baghdad's. um, for we have an appointment to- tonight in Samara. Ah.
0: Oh. So,
1: I wonder, so it, it, it doesn't say the name of the story, though, it just says the title is a reference to an old Middle Eastern story, and then it goes into, so it's like, usually stories have a title to them.
0: I guess not always, I don't know.
1: I don't know, I kind of am curious, though mm-hmm um uh so it says the teddy bear in the little girl's hospital bed is an homage to the suicidal teddy who comes to life um in the supernatural episode wishful thinking
0: oh i don't remember her having a teddy bear was there like teddy bear action that i missed out on
1: i vaguely remember her holding something maybe or having something in the bed with her at the beginning but i don't
0: yeah i don't remember that at all
1: vaguely like I vaguely remember something but honestly if you were to tell me that it was anything else in bed with her I would have been like okay
0: (laughs) yeah I wonder if it like maybe looked exactly the same you know I think so I think it was supposed
1: to look like the the, yeah the crazy teddy (laughs) that kind of makes
0: me want to go back and check maybe I will
1: I wonder if it'll have it in like pictures maybe because, you know, sometimes they'll have, like, pictures of the different scenes that you can, like, look up or whatever, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of wonder if it would show up in one of those. Possible. Huh. Um, I would guess that it was towards the beginning that the teddy bear was there. Okay. Either that. Well, was it at the end? I don't remember anything at the end.
0: I don't remember a teddy bear at all.
1: I remember something. I think it was towards the beginning, but also I could be totally wrong, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> um... So it says, uh, Robert, England uh, guest stars in this episode. Uh, He's best known for playing Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street series.
0: Yay! Um,
1: It says, when the heart attack victim asks Dean what it all means, um, Dean quotes the Kansas song Dust in the Wind from 1978, uh, just like Ted does when philosophizing with Socrates in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 1989.
0: Oh, you gotta watch Bill and Ted sometime.
1: I don't think ever i mean i've heard it's it's ted right the one about the teddy bear that's like more recent in the last few years that it's like the no really no teddy bear
0: nope that's something totally different
1: what is the name of that teddy bear what's the name of that you know what i'm talking about right
0: yeah i think it's just ted i'm not sure because i didn't see it
1: well that's what i said
0: oh (laughs) 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 okay well bill and ted is something totally different than that teddy bear ted
1: Oh no no I know. I was okay. say, like the only thing that's coming into my mind is the Ted okay thing, not the Bill and Ted's Excellent
0: Gavis. Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey um star Keanu Reeves <laughs> a very a very young Keanu Reeves and they time travel in a phone booth mm-hmm. um is that a ripoff of Doctor Who? Mm, it's <laughs> something total it's something totally different but they do have have a little phone booth they travel in time in and Sophocles is the character and so is um, so is death who a uh, very funny oh god these movies are hilarious <laughs> you got to watch them i think you'd really enjoy them
1: at some point add yeah. it to the list i hope somebody out there is keeping track of this list cuz i'm not <laughs> Hey y'all! If you've been uh, keeping track of what movies I should watch, in yeah, <laughs> no, all the th- all watched. the
0: things Rochelle has not watched,
1: you should tell me because I don't remember half of this them. This just means
0: that you've like lived a life, as opposed to me, who has spent most of my waking moments watching things. So, <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I have seen a fair amount of things, I guess, but I kind of I was a sheltered child. <laughs> mm kind of grew up under a rock a little bit there's a lot of things that I wasn't allowed to watch and listen to and all that sort of stuff so Mm -hmm. like is it because I was having a life or is it because I was not allowed to watch the thing you know like
0: (laughs) I see yeah
1: you know like uh, yes to both maybe
0: I think you were having a life.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like, throughout high school and, you know, school in general, like, all the sports and the dancing and all the different, you know, like, sure, yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, as of the last pff, 10 years since I've been out of high school, I don't think that's an excuse anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. You're a really busy person, though, just in yeah, general.
1: Generally, yeah. I still have time to binge watch certain things, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Thank God. So that's why I end up staying up late. Too mm-hmm. late. <laughs> Actually, sometimes, but <laughs> That's
0: whatever. okay.
1: Um, so more of our interesting facts. It says when the doctor opens the apartment door, um, you can see the apartment number is four. Um, in Japan, four is considered unlucky because the word for four in Japanese, um, she, I'm guessing, sounds similar to the word for death, which I'm guessing is sheen. And not Shin, like it's spelled.
0: I don't know. Huh.
1: I mean, if it's supposed to sound similar, I'm guessing it's she and Sheen, and not okay. She and Shin, because that doesn't sound
0: similar. Yeah,
1: similar, really. But um, so it says Robert England and Sebastian Roché um both guest starred in Charmed, uh, though not in the same episode.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. It didn't
1: cast. There, didn't Misha too? He yeah, totally. Charmed. Yeah, he My was in Charm. Not the new version of Charmed, the CW. Oh no, 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 no the really Charmed, old one. The old one. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to watch Charmed again. Like I've seen <sighs> all of it. I've been. I it I don't for think I finished
0: it. I don't think I finished it. Yeah.
1: I honestly, don't remember really any of it.
0: <laughs> I remember liking it, but not loving it.
1: I remember like watching all of it. Like there was a chunk of time where I went from what was it oh Ghost Whisper with Jennifer Love Hewitt I watched all of that like binge watched it hard yeah and then from there I went to Charmed and then binge watched it all yeah but honestly I couldn't really tell you much I could probably tell you more about uh, Ghost Whisper than Charmed for sure Mm
0: Mm-hmm. but I, I haven't watched Ghost Whisper that never uh never interested me um Jennifer you
1: would
0: Love cry every uh, yeah. episode. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's what somebody had told me about it. Then I was just like, that doesn't interest me.
1: Well, and just because you're a sympathetic crier too, like even if it wasn't sad to you, Jennifer Love Hewitt cries in literally every episode. So oh, if you're God. watching somebody else cry in every episode, you would cry in yeah, every episode. Yeah, <laughs> so that sounds
0: horrible. I cannot so deal with that.
1: I think you would like it, but it would also be... A lot of crying. (laughs) Yeah, too
0: much crying. Too much crying. (laughs)
1: Um, So it says, keeping with the music theme, um, Dr. Robert um, was a Beatle tune from their album Yesterday and Today from 1966. Oh, okay. Um, And the last one, it says, as Sam is breaking down the closet door with an axe, uh, Bobby says, don't say here's Johnny. Um, He's referring to the infamous scene from the horror classic The Shining from 1980.
0: Yeah, that was hilarious.
1: I thought, he was, it was kind of interesting because he was like, please don't say it. And I couldn't tell if it was like a dude, you're creeping me out. Don't say it. It's going to make it worse. Or if it was like a, oh dear goodness, stop it. You know? I I
0: took it more of a, oh dear goodness, stop it. Like, like, don't you fucking say it and make this even stupider.
1: I know, right? Yeah. He's like, you're not going to win this. Just stop. You know? Right. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Like, I wasn't really sure how to take it. I could see it being either one. Granted, I don't hmm. I also may have been riding. I think I was riding at the time so I don't really remember seeing his face. Okay. So that could be part of the reason why I have no idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so
1: Our research this week.
0: Okay. We had a bitch of a time trying to find some research for this. There's no location for us to do a haunting.
1: We did like 40 minutes of just sitting here on Zoom going, oh goodness, what are we going (laughs) to (laughs) do? You know, so we were trying to find anything about souls, right? And most of it was like, oh, what happens when you die? Or, you know, like your soul doesn't exist. And that was the only two things that really kind of came up. You're right. And then <laughs> we found, this is from the Odyssey Online and it's 16 signs that you have no soul. It's pretty short. However, because my mom says that I have no soul every time we are watching a movie or anything that she thinks that I should be crying about, because I don't cry at movies. Like I just don't, you know, it's not, it's fake. I am able to separate the real from the fake. And does that make me slightly strange? I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't cry. It makes you
0: (laughs) uncommon, but it does, I don't think it makes you strange. You know, I wish, I would, I would pay a lot of money to be able to not cry at things like that. (laughs) Well,
1: so we are, so Lynn is going to keep a tally. As I read these things, she's going to say, she's going to keep a tally of the things that I do, or that she thinks that I do. And we're going to figure out what percentage of no soul that I have.
0: (laughs) Because
1: why the hell not?
0: (laughs) Yep. Out of 16. All right. I'm ready. What's the first one?
1: Full on math it out and everything. Like I have got my calculator prepared. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. So 16 signs you have no soul. The first one is the ASPCA commercial does nothing to you.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I can't even deal with those commercials. that <laughs> is like you wanna cry? Watch this like yeah, <laughs> okay, so does it make you cry?
1: Well, here's the thing is you're gonna tell I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna keep a tally on my on my own here too, and I'm going to. Yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you, you're just going to tell, you're going to put okay. a tally down if you think so. What,
0: what I think. Okay, got it.
1: So, okay, two, you get confused when people are upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I am, okay, I had to think about it, about the times, about the times when I was upset and how you reacted, <laughs>
1: Oh no, this is going to make me sound horrible. We're only two in. <laughs>
0: no, no, you're doing fine.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So far you have 50% of a soul. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> Three, you have to put effort into pretending to care. Jeez, that's awful. Um, Four, tell me if I'm going too fast.
0: No, you're oh, fine. Four.
1: When you think you're having an emotional reaction, it's usually just hunger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we all know the answer to that one, Rochelle.
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Five. All of your friends have started dating saying they've found the one. Like, shut up. You're 20. You don't even know who you are, let alone who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Stop making out in front of me or I'll put laxatives in your food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, six you didn't cry at the movies up the Fault in our store our stores stars (laughs) or the notebook (laughs) Uh,
0: i did not cry at the notebook i actually rented it once because i wanted to watch an epic love story that made me cry um and i so i did and it didn't make me cry at all i was like what the i mean it was sad but i was like i'm not crying about this
1: have you seen the Fault in our stars
0: no and i'm never gonna cuz it's supposed to make you cry <laughs>
1: <laughs> well if you ever i have that movie so if you ever decide that you want like a good cry i'll you can borrow it
0: okay never gonna but thank
1: you <laughs> okay number 7 love makes you a little nauseous <laughs> <sighs> okay number 8 you identify with the dog in most situations <laughs> <laughs> what is okay but I'd like some clarification like what do they mean by you identify the, with the dog in most situations just like oblivious or like I, you know like what do, I don't get what they mean by that
0: I'm taking it as they mean distracted like a dog gets distracted like oh food oh sock oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm taking it you you identify with that more
1: Okay. Um so number nine, a pat on the back is the most consolation you give. <laughs> uh, number ten, most touching makes you uncomfortable.
0: <clears throat>
1: um eleven, crying babies do nothing to you. Okay, what kind of soulless monster? <laughs> if you hear a baby crying, it just goes, meh, whatever.
0: I mean, you I mean, hear about solo we're monsters to on, out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: May have given myself away on that one a little bit, but God. <laughs> <sighs> okay, nothing for laughing babies either is number twelve. Okay, um, thirteen. You're the guy who cuts a long line at Starbucks, claiming your mom is in the hospital.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible.
1: <sighs> that's awful. Fourteen, you literally don't feel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I love it. Fifteen, blinking is usually your automatic response when people are upset. Do you know how much energy is expended on faking sincerity? Let me tell you, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I love this post, it's so sarcastic. I know. (sighs) Uh, 16. To be honest, you're most concerned with the next time you'll eat, have sex, and poop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough one. (laughs) That's awful. I'm just joking. (laughs) I know you pretty well, I think. Yeah. And I would say that that last one, you are like that sometimes.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, ah, hungry, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But am I like that all the time?
0: No, you no. are not like that all the time. Yeah. So you like, don't get a point for that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. For number one, ASPCA commercial does nothing for you. What did you put?
0: Oh, I didn't tally them like that. So I'm not sure which ones I said yes or no to. Oh, okay. Well, so let's just. Let's go through them. Um, I put, I I think I gave you a, a check for that one. That does not make you cry.
1: It doesn't make me cry. However, I switched the channel so I don't have to watch it.
0: Okay. So if you did watch it.
1: I wouldn't there's, cry there's necessarily, no but I would be upset about it for sure.
0: Okay, so that just counts as no. You don't cry.
1: I mean, it doesn't say crying though. It just says it does nothing to you. Mm. It does something to me. It's just not okay. a crying thing. <laughs> okay, I
0: got that. I got that wrong. Then I got that wrong.
1: Okay, well, let's, before we get all going through here, um, what did you? What did you give me out of sixteen?
0: Four.
1: Ooh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself six. (laughs) So Lynn, let's see, let me, let me do this whole calculator thing. So what's it? Okay. It's, let me math here for a second. So it's four divided by 16. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lynn thinks I 25% don't have a soul.
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I
1: think that I 37.5% don't have a soul. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Oh, that's awful. That's that's pretty funny.
1: So number two, you get confused when people are upset.
0: Um, no, you do not get confused.
1: I I don't think I get confused. Um, number three, you have to put effort into pretending to care.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's true at all. I think you're a very caring person. I think I can care. (laughs) Yeah, you're a very, Uh, very caring person. Granted,
1: I don't necessarily always... I'm not super good about showing that, and I'm not necessarily sure how to put it into words sometimes. I'm more of, like, an action person. Like, I'll do something for the person rather than say something. Yeah, But that's a little different. Okay. Four. When you're having an emotional reaction, it's usually just hunger.
0: (laughs) I gave you a point for that one, for sure. Oh, for sure. I gave myself a
1: point to that, too.
0: That was definitely you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number five. All of your friends have started dating, saying they found the one. Like, shut up, you're 20. You don't even know... Who you are? Let alone who you're going to spend the rest of your life with? Stop making out in front of me, or will put laxatives in your food.
0: <laughs> I don't think I gave you a point for that one. I can't I gave myself a point for that you. One. Did. <laughs> I like. I think that's one where I gave you a point, and then I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't seem to mind people having like PDAs in front of you.
1: I don't. <sighs> I don't do anything. It does kind of make me uncomfortable sometimes. Like I just generally like look away.
0: Okay, got it.
1: Like I don't. It's one of those like I feel awkward looking at it,
0: Mm -hmm. mostly
1: because like I don't want to stare at somebody (laughs) while they're
0: you know. Well, no one wants to. Yeah.
1: Like I don't know. Like. PDA is kind of one of those things, like, it's not necessarily that I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm uncomfortable with staring at it because I don't want somebody to look at me looking at them.
0: Right. No, that makes perfect sense.
1: You know, like, yeah. I don't, it's weird. I don't, I'm not sure if it's an uncomfortable thing or not, but anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so six, you didn't cry at the movies up, uh, The Fallen Our Stars, or The Notebook. Definitely gave myself a point for that. Yeah,
0: because you don't cry <laughs> at any of movies or TV shows. I know, right? Gosh. love
1: makes you a little nauseous I didn't I give myself a yeah point I didn't for that give one. you a point for that um number eight you identify with a dog in most situations
0: okay I gave you a point for that one I
1: did too <laughs> okay <laughs> I can get very easily distracted by a
0: snack <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> um number nine a pat on the back is the most consolation you give
0: I don't think that's true. I
1: don't think so. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little better than that.
0: Yeah, you are.
1: Um, ten, most touching makes you uncomfortable.
0: I did not give you a point for that one. I
1: don't remember if I gave myself a point or not for that one, because I, 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 this was kind of one that I was in the middle, so, like, obviously, as my job, I'm i I'm a massage therapist, like, touching obviously doesn't make me uncomfortable because that's yeah. what I do all day long. It sounds weird, but whatever, you know? Right. But when it comes to, like, outside of my job, like, just gen- people in general, like, giving me hugs and that sort of stuff, I'm okay with to an extent, but, like, if I don't know the person really well or if I don't, like, like them a lot like if they touch me I get a little you know like what do I do
0: so I keep going sorry oh
1: no like that's I just I don't I didn't really know I don't remember if I gave myself a point for that one or not because I don't really that was like a solid down the middle
0: well I based it totally and completely on the fact that you held my hand during that plane ride (laughs) Yeah. But see, I know you. That doesn't
1: bother me. I don't care. Whatever. Like, you know.
0: (laughs) I was just like, nope, she's fine with touching because she held my hand and I don't know a lot of people would hold my hand, especially for that long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, like, but if that, if that was some, like, random person that I didn't know on the airplane, I would have been like, I am not holding your hand. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no. I mean, a lot of people feel that way. I wouldn't do that. That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Although
1: at the same time, depending on the situation, I might also do it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, 11 and 12, crying or laughing babies do nothing to you?
0: I think they do something to you.
1: Oh, for sure. Crying babies, I'm like, pick up the baby! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pick yeah, up the yeah. baby, get the baby, get the baby! Laughing babies, I laugh hysterically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 13, the guy who cuts in the long line claiming your mom's in the hospital, I would feel like I was gonna get in trouble. I would never do that. Like I would never yeah. cut in a line in general. Like even if people are like, oh, you can go in front of me, like at the store where I've got like one thing and they've got like a cart full of stuff. I'm like, ah, ah, okay. Are you sure? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm the same like, way. Just
1: go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So like, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, 14, you literally don't feel.
0: <laughs> okay, I know that you feel things.
1: I feel things. Maybe not on the same level as how some people feel things. But I feel them. Oh, okay, 15, blinking is your automatic response when people are upset. Do you know how much energy expended on a faking sincerity? Let me tell you a lot.
0: <laughs> I did not give you a point for that one. I
1: didn't give myself a point for that one. But on the same note, like... I, if I don't, if I'm uncomfortable in a situation and I don't know what to do, especially if it's somebody that I don't know, I will, I'll sit there and just freeze. <laughs>
0: I, oh. just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: So if it's somebody that I know, I can do something about it. If it's somebody that I don't know, I don't know how to like respond to them and like what they want out of me. So I just shut down. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then 16, to be honest, you're most concerned with the next time you'll eat, have sex, and poop.
0: I mean, like Give I said, like, <laughs> like I said, there you have moments of that. I
1: for sure do.
0: And like, just, I think everybody does, though, to for an sure. extent. I,
1: I think for me, I'm just not an overly emotional person. Like, I have emotions, I just don't show them very often, especially to people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I can ignore them pretty easily most times.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. So,
1: I mean, well, is it amazing or maybe a couple of screws loose or a couple of (laughs) wires that have been crossed? I don't know.
0: No, no. I just want to point out that we did not just try to find out how much of a soul I do or do not have.
1: I feel like you would not get points for any of these.
0: Nope.
1: I feel like,
0: um, maybe that last one, that last one sometimes.
1: Maybe sometimes. I'd give you maybe a half a point for that. I'd give myself a half a point, too. Um, maybe the one that's, like, the soulmate at 20 thing, you might kind of be like, oh, shut up.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally that one. Like,
1: I might give you a point for that one. I feel like, you yeah, identify with dog in most situations, you would be, like, <laughs> You would identify with the dog in a way that would make you cry about it.
0: Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm not
1: sure which way to go with that. That's because when I was reading that originally, I was thinking of how you would react, not how I would react. Oh. <laughs> like how I would think of the dog in a situation. Yeah. Um, Most touching makes you uncomfortable. Maybe.
0: Yeah. You know, that's so funny. I didn't grow up in like a super touchy household. Yeah. But I'm very affectionate with Eric, like Eric and I are like nonstop affection a lot of yeah. the time, so there's that. But when it comes to friends, like just friends yeah i um I am a little weird about it. I'm not uncomfortable with it in any way yeah. but i'm always I'm always worried that the other person just doesn't want to be touched by me yeah, so it's it's more of that it's It's more of like a you know are you repulsed by my presence like <laughs> See, I'm the
1: exact opposite. I'm like, I'm going to give you a hug whether you want it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least with my friends. With other people, no freaking way, you know? Mm-hmm. But also, at the same time, I'm not, like, a super huggy person either. Like, I will give them a hug when I, when I see them, and then when I leave them, you know? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: unless something awful is happening and somebody's having an emotional breakdown, then I might, like, they're there, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't get points for any of the other Mm -hmm. ones. So I'm going to say you have maybe one point total, because you have a half on a couple of them for me. Okay. So that's what, so you have, oh wait, did I do that wrong? I did do that wrong. So my math, so I was fine, so 37%, so 100, no, 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 100 minus, 37.5. So I'm saying that I have, wait, that's not right. What am I doing? Okay, 100 minus 37.5, because that was the math. Okay, so I'm saying that I have 62.5% of a soul. You're saying that I have 75% of a soul. Yeah. (laughs) For you, so if we go 1 divided by 16 equals, (laughs) you have 94% of a soul.
0: Hey.
1: It's okay. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit off, but not.
0: Yeah. i will take it.
1: I know, right? So that's <laughs> our research, is figuring out whether we have souls or not. <laughs> well I'm a roundabout way of getting there, but I think it's kind of entertaining. Yeah. Um, okay, so what was your it or ass
0: moment from this week? Okay, so um I have been, I think I said this in the last episode, like deep into the Dust right now yes yeah um and one of the unofficial um dusty l songs is called the night we met by lord huron or who huron i don't know how to say his, his oh, name I no idea yeah it's a it's a love song but it's like a sad love song it's like the love is over kind of love song
1: <laughs> yeah and
0: and i don't know how it became well i do know how it became if you listen to the lyrics dusty lish but
1: yeah
0: um anyway so i've been listening to that a lot for reasons. And, and so Killian has been listening to it a lot. And we, we actually listened to it the other night before we went upstairs to get ready for bed. And he said, mom, it's <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, that song made me feel something. Oh, <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh, what were you feeling? He's like, well, it reminded me of something. And I was like, what? He's like, it reminded me of a time when you yelled at me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big yeller you know yeah. usually I'm like a get in your face and say something really quiet kind of discipline yeah you know like I'm gonna take the tablet away you know yeah. as opposed to
1: <laughs> yeah exactly get home. <laughs>
0: that's what that's what I do instead of like getting real shouty you know yeah so so it's very rare that I've actually like yelled in anger
1: uh-huh.
0: he's like you yelled at me and I yelled back at you and it made me sad <laughs> Uh-huh. He's like, and that's what that song reminds me of. And I just, I don't, I don't know why that's like a nidget or assbutt moment, but it was adorable, dear <laughs> Lord, and I felt like a shitty fucking person for yelling well, at my. Well, you probably kid. felt
1: like a little bit of an assbutt.
0: <laughs> I did feel like an assbutt, but also it was so sweet that this like love song made him think about me. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? uh, you, you said
1: you updated your Destiel playlist, right?
0: Oh, I did. Boy did point,
1: I. At some point we're gonna have to um uh, we'll link post that. Off.
0: I you know, I didn't I didn't update it on Spotify. So that's what oh. I need to do. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. So once you update it on Spotify, we'll
0: We'll do a link to it. We'll yeah. do a post
1: to it. So that way you guys can have a, a Destiel playlist to listen yeah, to. But
0: everyone who's interested in Destiel should definitely listen to The Night We Met. It's a great song. Beautiful. Rochelle, you're going to have to listen to it today and see okay. if you think it's destiel L. You're going to have to
1: like send it to me because I'm going to totally forget. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. So yeah, that was my moment. What was yours?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> buckle up, folks, because this is a long one. So... Usually on the weekends, I shouldn't say usually on the weekends, but the last few weekends, I've definitely been going over to Travis's house for the weekend and just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And so I bring Steve over, you know, cause I don't, I'm not going to just leave him in my apartment, you know, right. weekend by himself. So I bring him over, he gets along well with the dog, you know, they, we all just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get to his <laughs> driveway <laughs> And Steve, as I'm, you know, I walk around the car and Steve's kind of looking like he's going to run, but like, you know, when I open the door, but also not totally like he's never done it before really. But the last few times I've had him in the car, he's like the second that I get him out of the car, he's like trying to jump out of my arms and take off. Right. So like I have him on a leash and a harness and all that sort of stuff. So I was trying to like, you know, I I start to open the door and I kind of open it part way. And, which is part of the problem because my face was kind of near the door. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of like did a little like jerky move. So I thought that he was going to try and run out of the car. Right. So I try to put my hand in and lean forward and shove him in the car and open the car door enough to where I can do that at the same time. And I just nailed myself in the eye <laughs> with oh the car my God. door. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, ah, shit, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, 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 God, you know, and I'm, like, sitting there, and Steve just, like, froze in his bed, didn't move, didn't talk, which almost never happens, that cat is constantly telling you something. Yeah. And, like, you know, just, like, oh, no, I've done it now, and I'm, like, oh. and I, like, open the car door, and I'm, like, trying to, like, put my body to where he can't necessarily run out, but also trying to, like, get into my glove compartment to, like, because get... I, I keep, like, the napkins that I don't use if I go and get like fast food or whatever I'll like put the napkins in my glove compartment because you never know when you're gonna need them and if you spill something in the car or whatever oh yeah I do the same
0: thing yeah
1: Yeah. so I've got like I grab this like lot of fast food napkins and stick it over my eyeball because not more than like two seconds less than that after I whack myself with the door I feel this like trickle going down my eye and I'm like oh no and so I'm like (laughs) you know, oh yeah, and so I'm, like, getting the, you know, I'm, like, blindly with one eye shut, like, with pretty decent pain in my face trying to get the glove compartment to get the napkins. I get the napkins, I stick them on my eye, I, like, put down the little, like, what, the visor thing with the mirror in it, and I, like, lift it up, and I take the napkins off, and it immediately starts, like, pooling again and dripping, and I'm, like, oh, this is bad, you know, like, this is really bad, and so I'm, like, cussing out Steve, of course, because dirty, rotten thing. It wasn't necessarily his fault. But kind of. I did it to myself. But kind of. Like, it was
0: his <laughs> was, fault. I think he should take the blame.
1: <laughs> he was being a little bit of an ass but but I was also an idiot for getting my face in the way of the door. And so, I'm like, got a wad of napkins over my eye, and I'm like trying to call Travis, and he answers, and I'm sitting there, as he's answering, I'm looking at Steve going, you butthole! Ha <laughs> 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 so he answers the phone to you butthole I need you to get out of here my eye <laughs> I hit my face I don't know and I'm just like, uh, 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 you
0: know? And
1: I'm like oh my god what's going on I'm like my eye my eye you know? <laughs> he comes running out of the house and like gets to the car and it's like what's going on and I'm like my <laughs> and he's like what in the heck and he's like oh my god and so he's like I'll get Steve and so he like runs and tries to grab Steve right yeah so instead of grabbing Steve and I'm like you have to get his leash if he tries to run you know and <laughs> so he like grabs the whole like cat bed situation folds him like a taco he's <laughs> <and is laughs> trying to get him into the house and of course Steve jumps out of the taco <laughs>
0: oh no and,
1: Travis, like, drops the bed and is, like, trying to grab after Steve, so that way he doesn't take off running through the neighborhood. Yeah. And so he gets a hold of Steve and, like, brings him into the house. He, like, picks him up and, like, football carries him into the house and drops him in the house and comes back out me. It's like, what am I, you know, like, ah. and so it's like a whole to-do and (laughs) so I finally, like, I've got these, like, napkins over my eye, and we're, like, taking trips to, like, you know, get the cat bed and all that sort of stuff into the house, (laughs) and so I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, okay, and I keep, like, bringing, like, taking the napkin off my eye, waiting, and it starts dripping, and I'm, like, great, and so I put it back on, but it's, like, dripping less and less as I'm going, so I'm, like, "Eh, maybe it'll be okay, and so I'm, like, timing my aunt who's a doctor at like 9 15 at night which isn't too bad but like no, still you know, I don't still know nighttime. if they're going to bed or whatever you know yeah and I'm like <laughs> she like FaceTimes her she answers she goes hello like what the heck and I'm like so <laughs> I got myself I got myself pretty good like I'm gonna need an opinion on whether you think I should go to the you know, the doctor or not and like get this stitched up slash whatever, you know? And, you know, through the whole thing, she's like trying to, I'm like holding the phone as close to my eyes I can get. And it's all like fuzzy and everything. She's like, ah, I don't know. I think you should probably go. Invite better be safe than sorry. And I'm like, ah, great. Yeah. So then I had to, have, so I had to have Travis drive me to the ER because it was kind of hard to drive with a napkin over when I, right. <laughs> and so we get there and I'm like, I don't know if they're going to let you in, like try like walk up with me, see if they'll let you in, but I don't know. Cause the whole COVID thing right now, they're right, only letting, right, like, right. the people that need to be in there in there. Yeah. And so I was in the ER for like two hours <laughs> and he's just sitting there in his truck, listening to music and all that. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like this oh. is not how we wanted to spend a Friday night, but Hey,
0: you know, like, yeah.
1: I'm glad that you're, you know, helping me with this. That's, that's really
0: sweet of pretty him. Pretty nice, you know. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, so that was my whole thing, and so I, they eventually, so they, like, put some stuff on my eye. I was in there for, like, two hours. They put some stuff on my eye that was, like, a gel that was supposed to, like, kind of numb it and then like stop the bleeding and then they like super glued it together and put Steri-Strips over it. So that part kind of like blends into my eyebrow a little bit. So you can't totally see it. What you can really see is the black eye that I gave myself.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And it
1: just yesterday stopped being all swollen and puffy because what's yesterday was Wednesday and this happened Friday night. So just last night it started like being less puffy. It's still pretty colorful, but like there is a couple of days where like my eye would randomly like water slightly and then be like, Spicy. I'm telling you, it felt like I put a pepper in my eyeball, like burn, like it would oh. like water and cry, like full on, like multiple tears dripping out of my face, just like overwatering. And I'm like, what is going on? Why does yeah. my eyeball feel spicy?
0: You know, like, yeah, <laughs> that's it so me. weird.
1: You know, so that was a weird thing. But yeah, throughout all of this, you know, Travis was really good to me and all of this, and he was very helpful. So <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you, Travis. <laughs> yeah we
0: heart you travis that's very sweet for
1: real also steve's an ass butt and i'm an idiot because i (laughs) don't myself at the car door i'm not so convinced that i didn't get a slight concussion because you know at the beginning of the day i'm generally okay but like towards the end of the day especially if i have like a lot of screen time or like at work when I'm like bent over people, my eye kind of starts to hurt and then like mm-hmm. I get a little bit like, whoa, what's happening? You know? Yeah, you so, probably
0: did. Gosh, that's scary.
1: So that was fun. But yeah, I'm a big old idiot, So <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, that's uh, my moment for this week. So that
0: was that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> quite a moment. Yeah. Well thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at iditsnas podcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page or Instagram at Idges and but It's a, super, a supernatural podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again.
1: Thank you.